ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform, providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio on RadioMD.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria. Hi, it's Dr. Daria here. Welcome back. I'm an ER doctor, and as an ER doctor, I never know what emergency is coming in next. So I train to be prepared for the unexpected. You know, that's not really that different from real life. And learning CPR is one of the things I tell everyone is one of the most life-saving techniques you can learn. And that's because every year, 400,000 people have cardiac arrest in the U.S., meaning they collapse and their heart suddenly stops. And 16,000 of those are in children. So I have with me today local Atlanta educator Julie Sermans because she experienced that when the CPR certified teacher, she happened to be in the crowded volleyball game when one of the 17-year-old players fell to the ground with a cardiac arrest. So Julie, thank you so much for joining us. What an amazing story. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Tell all of our listeners really what happened that day. Well, it was um, a Tuesday afternoon. The girls were playing uh, two volleyball games against two different teams. Um, I happen to have, I have three daughters, and my two oldest daughters are actually on Claire's team. Mm-hmm. So I happen to be Claire being at the girl, the and Claire mm-hmm. being the girl that collapsed, okay? Right, mm-hmm. Claire Crawford being the 17-year-old that collapsed. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, girls were there, so I was there supporting them. I, I've literally been to hundreds of volleyball matches over the past years because my girls play travel ball so Mm -hmm. we play year round and you know you don't expect to see one of the girls you know really fall to the ground of course not that's not we're talking about healthy high schoolers you were there to watch your daughter's game but absolutely that wasn't Um, what happened this day no and something that was really interesting with claire claire had been diagnosed with some shoulder pain Mm -hmm. um a couple of years ago she had actually had a surgery and this is this is really interesting to me and i think this is where people really need to pay attention um the the shoulder pain that she had was on the same side of that, mm-hmm. that her heart is located on, mm-hmm. but they literally thought that it was some type of nerve that was pinching mm-hmm. um, because the symptoms were very similar um, mm-hmm. to that of like a pinched nerve to mm-hmm. that of what maybe a pre-heart attack you know, patient might mm-hmm. feel like. So right. they're thinking 17 years old, 16 right. years Why old. Why would you healthy. ever think heart? Mm-hmm. Why are we even going to look at the heart? And so for two years, Claire had had surgery. She was, uh, that didn't work, of course. She still wow. had the pain. They just recently diagnosed her with thoracic output or outlet syndrome. Uh, thoracic outlet syndrome, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she was just recently diagnosed with that. Mm-hmm. So the parents were looking in, okay, do we do surgery because I think that involves mm-hmm. taking out a portion of the rib is that correct mm-hmm. that and, yeah, um, depends on mm-hmm. the bones mm-hmm. which is very so, invasive for a 17 okay. year old um, but on so, this day after having gone through all of that you're sitting mm-hmm. there watching it and, mm-hmm. and she suddenly collapsed right she suddenly she suddenly collapsed now mm-hmm. one thing that, that's interesting about Claire is she would always play in pain 
So every time you would watch her play, she would come in for probably five to ten minutes, really as long as she could bear the pain. She would come out of the game. She would sit on the sidelines. You know, she would stretch out her mm-hmm. shoulder. So you knew you knew she had shoulder pain, mm-hmm. but we never equated that to the heart. Mm-hmm. So that right. day, she literally, she did not collapse. If you've seen the video, she literally fell straight back. And um, it's a sound that I will never forget. I mean, she hit the hardwood floor. Um, it, it was a it was a jolting thud. It was uh-huh. it was shocking. Uh-huh. Um, the great thing um, that when she hit, there, there was a gal who's also a mom who has um, say I've been I think she's done CPR three or four times on someone, so she was mm-hmm. very comfortable. Mm-hmm. She immediately sprang into action. The athletic trainer was there. Mm-hmm. She immediately started assessing vitals. Mm-hmm. I Checking you know my girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pulse, heart rate, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on there. They started CPR. Um, I have a timeline here. Now, this is an approximate timeline. Mm-hmm. But CPR was started right at 56 seconds. Which is uh, drastic. Nine, that is what's so important. And why we're talking about it, because... An amb, you know, what is why the, everybody needs to know CPR because an ambulance mm-hmm. can never be there in fifty six mm-hmm. seconds. It's mm-hmm. going to take them five, ten, fifteen mm-hmm. minutes during which time the brain would have been depri- deprived of any Absolutely. blood flow because Claire Absolutely. had no pulse, totally mm-hmm. unresponsive, and you mm-hmm. y'all were there doing the mm-hmm. CPR. Okay, right. so we started. They started CPR within fifty six seconds. Nine one one was called in sixteen seconds, and the AED arrived in thirty three seconds. Now. Mm-hmm. Yes, my girls play on the team, but I'm also a school employee, and so I just happen to be on the Code Blue team. And so with that Code Blue team comes that CPR certification and mm-hmm. recertification every two years. So literally for the past 23 years, every two years, I've had that CPR certification and recertification. Mm-hmm. And then also mm-hmm. as part of the Code Blue team, we have to know AED protocol. So I know mm-hmm. where they're located. Mm-hmm. We run drills four times a year. And the, mm-hmm. these drills, are. this is what I want your listeners to hear, mm-hmm. because we're not talking just about a school. We're talking about airports and organizations right. and businesses. And when you say mm-hmm. AEDs, it's the automated external defibrillators, mm-hmm. which when somebody watches ER, it's the people where they say clear <laughs> and they shock them. But those are life-saving, and they're now available. Mm-hmm. And I go through the Atlanta airport. I see it in multiple Correct. places, and it's Correct. for this reason. Mm-hmm. So you ran and grabbed the AED. Because I had had the training, Mm -hmm. because I knew where it was, it it shocked me that after the fact, a lot of the school, my school employees were like, I I would have never have known it was there. I'm like, you Mm -hmm. walk past it every day in the foyer. How did you not know it wasn't there? Mm -hmm. So I was just so thankful that I was there because since we have just done so many drills, I've been on the team for six years. So 24 drills that I've participated Mm -hmm. in over the six years, four times a year, it was so intuitive. Go mm-hmm. grab the AED, right. go get it, put it on her, and just let it do its work. You know, it's not going to shock. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't need a shock, it's not going to shock. Actually, mm-hmm. the AED is there to help you right. in the life-saving process. It's so true. So, and so you connected it to her, and what did mm-hmm. it say to do? Well, we connected it to her. It took me It took me a, just a little bit to get it connected. They were mm-hmm. doing two rounds of CPR. Mm-hmm. Um I connected it to her. You know, you have a decision to make because there's mm-hmm. there's a gym full of people. Are, are you going to cut the shirt? 
Are you mm-hmm. going to try to slide the pads up underneath the jersey? You know, you're thinking all these things as a right. mom. You want to protect her and her privacy. So I was able to get the pads um, up under her jersey and her sports bra. And luckily, the sports bra did not have an underwire, which I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about at the time. But it right. was it was great that it didn't. Mm-hmm. Got it on her. And then within, let's see, 2 minutes and 21 seconds is when the first shock. So it wow. analyzed. 2 minutes and 21 seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's great because it analyzes. It tells mm-hmm. you exactly what to do. Hands off, don't touch patient, mm-hmm. analyzing. And then it said, you need to shock her. Mm-hmm. And and that was a scary moment for me because mm-hmm. I didn't know if I could trust the AED. And like you said, it was just like it was on television. Mm-hmm. I mean, her body literally lifted off mm-hmm. the gym floor. I mean, we're talking a big shock. And, and yes. I was hesitant to push mm-hmm. the button at first. Of and course. honestly... I didn't push it the first time. And about mm-hmm. six seconds later, it prompted me again. Like, mm-hmm. you've got to push this button. Yeah. And, and I looked at her mom, and I looked at her dad, and I looked at the trainer, and they're like, push the button. And mm-hmm. um, that's really what saved her life because her yes. heart was in V-fib. Yep. And a shock was the only the thing. Only CPR thing. wasn't going to do it. No, right. the CPR was keeping her alive mm-hmm. until you mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. 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 So and it only did. had to shock her one time, 120 mm-hmm. joules into her body. The wonderful thing, the AED prompted you again, okay, mm-hmm. continue CPR. Mm-hmm. Two more rounds of CPR, and then life started coming back in clear. Her color came back. You could see her breathing on her own. Her eyes started to come back to show responsiveness. Um, and in about four and a half minutes, she was literally talking, um, mm. embarrassed, you know, oh, my goodness, why am I on the gym floor? Did everyone see me pass out? I want to go home. We're like, you're not going home, and oh, you didn't pass goodness. out. <laughs> wow. Julie, it was a wonderful ending. It, it, and what a wonderful ending. And mm, y'all, y'all saved her life that day. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the CPR training and the AED mm-hmm, training mm-hmm. together, plus Absolutely. not just knowing, but having drilled it. And that is part Absolutely. of it, is drilling it and doing the training. Don't just look at the training once, but practice mm-hmm. it. Because I know from it as an ER doctor, when the adrenaline's running, mm. it needs to just be automatic. And so let's talk about mm-hmm. certification. You know, mm-hmm. how can all of our listeners, you know, I, I made all of my family members when my daughter was born, go get their certification for CPR. Mm-hmm. How can our listeners get that same similar certification that you had? Well, you know, I know that a lot of organizations mm-hmm. offer that as an in-house program. They'll have mm-hmm. someone come in, you know, you stay at work late one day and you get you know, the two-hour course or mm-hmm. however many hours it is. Mm-hmm. I know at our school, our school nurse is certified to offer that to us. So mm-hmm. every year she is updating and, and all of our coaches now, because this happened mm-hmm. and the coaches didn't have the CPR training, we yeah. learned our coaches for our kids for baseball, softball, volleyball, yeah, no. basketball, they need to have the training. So now that's a new protocol that's in place okay. for our school school, which I think is really smart. So question number one is ask if you can get it through your own inst- mm-hmm. workplace, because mm-hmm. many of them mm-hmm. probably offer it and you just ha- may not mm-hmm. have known about it to take advantage. Okay. Red Cross offers mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Yes. I've, I've gone through Red Cross several times. Mm-hmm. You have to pay a, a minimal fee for that, mm-hmm. but it is good for two years and it is mm-hmm. it is good to, to have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk. And so Red Cro- work, Red Cross, mm-hmm. also check out the American Heart Association. Mm-hmm. They may be mm-hmm. offering it. Those are the three mm-hmm. really best places to get it. Mm-hmm. And let's talk 
about an AED? Because people, like you mentioned, people see it on the walls of the mall or the airport. Right. You need training. You definitely do. It's not something that a lay person would just want to feel comfortable just grabbing it. Um, but tell people it's, it's really simplified. You don't have to be an ER doctor or a paramedic to use it, right? It's really simple, but I think you you made a really great point when you said adrenaline's rushing. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the beauty of me running the drill so many times. And Mm -hmm. it just wasn't a one-time thing six years ago, and now we're good. No, you really have to keep practicing that drill. There were so many things running through my mind because I'm not a medical professional. I'm a Mm -hmm. teacher. You don't know what you're seeing. I mean, Claire Mm -hmm. was classic. She was gurgling. That was very scary for me to see. Her Mm -hmm. parents were right by her head crying and praying. That was very scary for me Mm -hmm. to see. Um, Yeah. Like you said, she had no color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. all of these emotions going through you. And like you said, there were two things that I didn't even have to think about. Call 911 was the first thing out of my mouth. Well, the mm-hmm. first thing out of my mouth was, do you need an AED? Yes. Mm-hmm. Call 911, got the AED, and got it on her. And because we've done those drills, you just open it up, mm-hmm. you turn it on. The pads have a picture of exactly where yeah. they go. Mm -hmm. exactly where you place the two pads. You want to make sure that they're across from each other and offset. You don't want to put them right, you know, right right across from each other. Right, going through. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the machine does the rest. After Mm -hmm. you turn it on, the machine just takes over and it tells you exactly what to do until the paramedics come. Mm -hmm. So that training is so vital. It is. And what I tell people, it's very simple. So people don't need to be overwhelmed and think, I can never learn this. I'm not a paramedic and somebody will always be around. No, anyone can learn it, but it is, it is, it is a a life-saving medical procedure. You have to have training for it. So it's right in the middle that anyone can learn it, but you still need to have that training Mm -hmm. so you know what you're doing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. And Julie, these, it, this is so useful. I think it's so important <laughs> that everybody hear about this and this story of this life-saving. And I saw Claire, she sang at an event in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago and just this gorgeous girl with this beautiful mm. voice who is here today because you and your colleagues were trained in how to mm. use CPR and AED, which is why we're having all of our listeners talk about this today. So I also want to talk about a um, compliment to Project SAVE, and that's an initiative of Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, educating school systems, educators, right. and doctors about pediatric sudden cardiac arrest. And I've heard that since December 2007, there have been 66 lives saved in mm. Georgia alone because right. school personnel were prepared, like what you're talking about. And for mm-hmm. all of our listeners, if they want to learn more, about children's they can go to uh, www.choa.org choa.org but julie tell us what project save meant for your school well if i could back up a step there were so many people that were just so integral in this kind of this life-saving process it's Mm -hmm. easy to look at the three of us that were literally you know the hands and the feet of trying to save her but if, if if you really pull pull the lens back the school nurse was really even though she wasn't physically there she was really part of that Mm life-saving team for a couple of reasons and one of the reasons is because she brought project safe to our school about seven years ago Mm -hmm. so seven years ago um, under the direction of our school nurse stephanie bruno she saw hey it's important to have this training for our Mm -hmm. staff we didn't have any aeds on our campus seven years ago so wow project save came on 
came on. Yeah, and we're we're a large private school, so I mean we have you know almost six hundred kids. So you you want to have this in place for them. Mm-hmm. So the first thing was to get one AED. There are grants out there because they can be a little bit pricey. Mm-hmm. Project Save will actually help a school or an organization with that. So first AED, the training. We become a Project Save school with Project Save. There are certain protocols that we have to follow, and this I'm about to say is so important. Because we're a Project Safe school, we have certain things in place. One of the things that's in place is our school nurse checks the um, checks that our AEDs are working every mm-hmm. month. She has a log, and mm-hmm. she goes through and she checks those. We now have five AEDs on our campus, three mm-hmm. stationary and two travel. So when our sports teams travel, they can take those. This incident happened on a Tuesday night. The school that we were playing at Monday, volley- the volleyball game we were playing Monday, the AED, they had one, but guess what? the batteries were dead. (gasps) So had this happened just 24 hours prior, yeah, we would have had an AED, Mm -mm. but the batteries had not been checked. So part of the Project Save initiative, Mm -hmm. make sure they're working. Make sure the batteries, make sure the Mm -hmm. pads have not expired. Make sure that you've run a drill in the past, you know, so many months. So Mm -hmm. those are the kinds of, that's the kind of support that you get when you become a Project safe school or organization that's wonderful now how can schools become i mean truly i mean this project your school nurse saved this young girl's life and 66 Mm -hmm. students in georgia since 2007 so how can other schools you know or other institutions become members Mm -hmm. of project save well i think they just like you said they just go on to choa's website Mm -hmm. and um that they can give them the information that they need uh, to hook up with project save and and it's just it's been great for us it's Mm -hmm. it's been a great thing for us julie talk again to all of our listeners you know in in our last minute what Mm -hmm. you know what it is like to learn this as somebody who is not a physician Mm -hmm. and you know what the impact you saw Again, I've, I've been to more volleyball matches than I can count. You just don't expect that it's going to happen, that a 16, 17-year-old, mm-hmm. that they're going to fall out right in front of you. You just mm-hmm. you don't think that it's going to happen to you. But you know what? It can and it does, and you don't know where you're going to be when this happens. And just to have um, the knowledge that you need you know, to be able to jump in and save someone is huge. And what it's changed for me. Now when I go to a place, the first thing I do, where's the AUD? We were mm-hmm. at Swanee Sports Academy last weekend. The first thing I did, where's the AUD? You, mm-hmm. you just want to be aware. You just want right. to know where those those tools are. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, just so if it happens again, you know, you can jump in and, and hopefully you help to save in. a life. You never you know. Can. And like all of these, like we say in the ER, by the time you need them, it's too late to learn it's and it's too, too late. late to find it. But there is something that all of us can learn now. And remember, go check at work. See if you can get training on CPR and AED at work. Many of you will be able to get it, all of our listeners. But if not, check out the Red Cross. Check out the American Heart Association. Julie, thank you so much. I, I know, I think that by just talking to us, I hope you've saved some other lives out there. And all of our listeners, if you're interested in the Project Save, again, go to choa.org, C-H-O-A.org, or follow Children's at Children's ATL on Twitter. And you can also follow Follow me at Dr. Daria and us here at ShareCare, Inc. Again, this is ShareCare Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well. Mm-hmm.